This is Wiffer Karen, and I love listening to Will Write for Wine. Oh, yeah. This is Wiffer Mac, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Hello, this is Wiffer Kim from Colorado, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Yay! Hi, this is Wiffer Lily, and I'm listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Dawn, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. Hello, this is Wiffer Melissa, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Wayne, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Ambroise, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Hi, this is Knocked Up Wiffer Susan, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. Cheers! Hi, this is Wiffer Renee, and you've made the excellent choice of listening to my girls, Sam and Lonnie, on Will Write for Wine. Hi, this is Wiffer Pimp, my mixer Pam, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Take it away, girls. Thank, Thank you, Wiffers. Welcome to Will Write for Wine, a podcast about wine, writing, and songs. But mostly wine and writing. You you rarely will hear the swearing. <laughs> that usually happens between the blocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> rarely. But on occasion, you do. So, uh... <laughs> put the children away now. Uh, this is Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Samantha Graves. And tonight's show is our second to last show mm. for all time. This is our second yes. to last show. And the last uh, set of shows we're doing are all requests from re- uh, requests from the Whiffers. Apparently, difficult to say, even early in the show, when I haven't had as much wine. Um, tonight is Writer Improv uh, Whiffer Request. Yes. We're doing exactly what they asked us to do. So. <laughs> even if it makes... No sense whatsoever. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I love improv night usually, yeah. except when it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Ah, but even then it's fun. Oh, yeah. What's a little humiliation <laughs> between 500 and 600 friends, right? <laughs> well, that's all later in the podcast. Wine comes first. So, Lonnie, what are you drinking tonight? Well, let me tell you. Tonight I am having an organic wine. Ah, and this is not to be all, you know, trendy or whatever. I had no idea it was organic when I picked it up. Mm. But this afternoon as I'm writing up the script, I was like, oh, dude, check that out. <laughs> so anyway, it's a 2007 Natura Sauvignon Blanc from Chile. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I love my Chilean wines. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm just going to read directly from the bottle for okay. you. So uh, this world-class Sauvignon Blanc shows a light greenish-yellow color with fresh aromas of white fruit and citrus with a mineral note. Just one note, not notes. We're not going overboard, just the one. This wine can be enjoyed, you know, before dinner, but also with seafood or white meats. Okay, okay. So, if, so if you're having steak, forget it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And after dinner, mm. no, not at all. Um, okay, produced by Emiliana Vineyards uh, from organically grown grapes. Organic viticulture brings forth the true characters of the vineyard terroir, whatever that is, and allows the grapes to express themselves fully because, you know, nobody likes repressed grape. They taste a little bitter. The result is distinctive flavors. Combined. Oh, 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 yeah, I forgot to say you know, mm-hmm. that this is the actual sentence, the way it appears on the bottle. I checked it about five times. Mm-hmm. The result is distinctive flavors combined to mm-hmm. make a remarkably unique and complex wine. Ah. Grammatically, not so, not so correct, yeah. but you know what? That's okay. I'm not judgmental. Mm-hmm. Until we get to the next part, which is all caps, which uh, anybody who's on the internet knows that means sh- shouting. So... <laughs> It says, Emiliana is passionate about wine and nature. (laughs) Okay. That's good. Have a little wine. Calm down. It's okay. So, um, yeah, some of the weirdest uh, wine notes I think I've ever seen. Yeah. They have kind of this weird thing. And also says pretty much nothing. Like, they commit to nothing. Like, a mineral note. Not notes. Just Mm -hmm. a mineral note. It's white fruit, not 
any particular kind of white fruit because we all know every white fruit tastes the same and just citrus <laughs> not any particular and kind I, of citrus just you know, you know I, generic citrus i'm not drinking anything green i have well, never yeah, the green is yellow and green. i'll tell you it's 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 not green is yellow it's like your normal straw yeah. color maybe they're saying yellow, it's green so. because it's it's organic because they're trying to be bright because green yes. is mm. so hip and trendy the so the website yeah. is emiliana.cl mm. i don't know what You'd think egg. it would it's be CH, chili? but maybe that's China. I have no idea. You know, I really don't know. Mm. I really don't know. But it's it's Emiliana to Seattle. It'll be on the uh, website. The uh, alcohol content is thirteen and a half percent, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know that that works for me. And it was eight ninety nine a bottle on sale at my liquor store, so I enjoyed Excellent. that very much. Um, I think the rating, though, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it exactly yet. I don't know if it was the wine notes that put me off or, yeah. you know, just like, uh, I don't know. There's something about it that's not quite there for me. It's got like this really kind of tart, tangy grapefruit flavor, which ordinarily mm. I really like. But tonight, for some reason, I'm not sure exactly why. It's kind of um, not going down so well. So I'm going to give it three and a half. Ah. Glasses I think that might week, be your so. first three and a half. It it very well could be. It could just yeah. be that I'm cranky. I don't mm, know. Maybe I'm just be. cranky. I'm a little cranky too. Because ordinarily I would think, oh, this yeah. is going to be a good one then. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'm a little we'll cranky too. Fighting. Well, and I'm a little wound up. You know. Oh from yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. Right. Did I mention mm-hmm. that? I can't remember. No. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Share. <laughs> no, I had four hours of school shopping with my 16 mm-hmm. year old daughter today. Oh dear God. And then on the way home. Because mm-hmm. I was exhausted, right? Mm-hmm. I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts and I got a large iced coffee. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen the? It, it's more like an ice keg. It's a, like an iced coffee keg. Is yes. what, it, what it is. Yeah. Yes, right. I have. It comes with a backpack yes. with which you will need to carry it because it mm-hmm. won't actually fit in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's so see. I drank the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then about an hour ago, I'm like, "What is wrong with me? I like got, got the, the shakes. shakes. Right. I'm all mm-hmm. wound up. So mm-hmm. I'm cranky and I'm wound up. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be such a good night. <laughs> I know. I can't wait till we get to the improv part. All right. Well, let's talk about your wine. What you okay. got there? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. tonight I'm having a 2003 uh, mm-hmm. Centenay from Bamfi. Okay. okay. Or a 2003 Bamfi from Centenay. I can't tell from the bottle exactly what okay. I have. All and right. I was too lazy mm-hmm. to actually go and look to see if one of them was a grape. Yeah. That's okay. You know, I'm a big fan of lazy. That's Oh, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. and you know, there's no website on the bottle, so. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Then forget them. You finally, finally, I've in the last I'm episode, not doing it second to last episode, you have finally given up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> searching down the website. That's it. That's my limit. <laughs> From the bottle, uh-huh. the, wine notes are, the wine notes are a mm-hmm. cuvee of international Tuscan grape varieties. Intense maceration Mm -hmm. extracts the varietal characteristics. Uh Ages for several months in oak, it has Mm -hmm. nuances of fresh red berries and soft tannins. Mm -hmm. Ideal alone or with pasta, chicken, pork, or veal. Okay. So again, steak, out of luck. Steak's out of luck. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I don't want to ever see the word maceration anywhere near my wand bottle. Yeah, really. That just, Mm -hmm. just, I don't know what it is. I know it's... It, it's just, I don't you know like what, that word. Because it's too close to mastication. Maybe that's it. Which I is just... also close to something else. <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> And once again, Lonnie has dragged the whole podcast down into the gutter. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, I just realized that I'm really glad that the, that the wine part is in the A block and not right. in the E block. 
Yes, right. may I just say that right now. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, it's uh, 12.5% alcohol, and it's ten ninety nine a bottle, which mm-hmm. is a really good deal. And oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I very much like it. Oh, good. good, it's, good. Got a, mm-hmm. it's got a bunch of different grapes in it. It's got a Sangiovese. It's got a Cabernet Merlot. Uh-huh. So it's kind of a mixture of grapes. Um, oh, good. Mm-hmm. Really good. I like it a lot. Excellent. So I'm actually going to give it a four and a half. Oh, my goodness. I think for the price, it's a really nice wine. Very good. So well, yeah. good. I'm glad to hear it. That's mm-hmm. excellent. Good. Well, now we've gotten that taken care mm-hmm. of uh, without making any major uh, blunders that might put us <laughs> over for into yourself, the R-rating <laughs> we- podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's time for our weekly PSA. We'll be right back. <laughs> Whoops, did I say that? This is Wiffer Karen from Connecticut. As we all struggle to find balance in our lives and cope with the withdrawal symptoms associated with the end of the Will Write for Wine podcasts, whiffers may find that a glass of wine every now and then helps us cope. But as we begin to reach out to each other in consolation, please keep in mind that the United States of America has a number of strange state laws that must be observed. For example, no matter how much you may wish to send a Kentuckian whiffer a bottle of wine, be advised that if you send it as a gift, you could be sentenced to five years in prison. Or if coping means a vacation is in order and your destination is Ohio, remember, it is against the law to get a fish drunk. Or maybe a trip to Fairbanks, Alaska is the ticket. If so, please, no matter how much they beg, no wine for the moose. It's illegal to serve them alcohol, lest they start running down tents. Perhaps you might decide to cope by seeking a career in wine label writing. If so, and you happen to live in Maryland, you must obtain certification with the state as an alcohol beverage writer. And whatever state you live in, never, never use the word refreshing to describe wine. It's banned by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. And finally, if you're thinking of starting your own podcast, please be sure to let us know. But be careful about podcasting from Pennsylvania wineries. Public intoxication is a crime. And now, back to Sam and Lonnie. It's been an awesome run. Welcome back. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Write for Wine. The B block that wouldn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Between technical difficulties uh-huh. and children running in in the middle of the thing, even though I told them, I said, tonight, before we went, I'm like, what do you do when mommy's in the podcast? She said, we only come to talk to you if somebody's bleeding or on fire. Was anybody bleeding or on fire? No. And their father's <laughs> home. So why? <laughs> Sorry. As if I wasn't cranky enough. Oh. To begin with. Oh, podcast. both of us are just like, yeah. yeah. Technical difficulties, like the fourth, fifth time we've done And I've already took tonight. my pants off, so and we're she's in trouble. Got her pants off. I had the fan <laughs> on. I got using the, the hand fan. <laughs> boom, boom, oh, boom, poor boom. baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And I want to thank all the supportive menopausal whiffers out there for sticking up for me on the forums. Okay. Now, just to be it was clear, so though. It so funny. To be absolutely clear, I wasn't mocking the menopause. No. I wasn't but, mocking the hot flashes. But you just don't mess with <laughs> menopausal women. I mean, in like a heartbeat. They were like all over you. I know. I know. Yeah. But you know what? What's fun? It's just you guys have to be here every week. Every week. It's the same thing. It's this audio striptease. I'm sitting here. mess my bra and my panties. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> You're like James Brown. It's hot. <laughs> hot in here. <laughs> Poor 
poor baby. I know, and I really do. I sympathize, and trust me, it's not going to be very long before I'm going to be in the exact same boat. So, I mean, I totally understand, and I'm but a little scared. So but, I mean, it was just like, I was. it was funny. I'm sorry. Pardon me while I take off my pants. Whether you're menopausal or not is just funny. I stand by it. I was polite, too. So You were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, question. This oh, week. yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally off topic. Did I say this is well right for wine? I think so. I think you did, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, our question this week is from Scato. Skato, Scato. Scato, Scato, Scato. S-C-H-A-D-O. We don't know how to pronounce your names. Go ahead and tell us how we screwed it up. It's classic Will Wright for Wine. Just screw up your name. If we're not mispronouncing something, then it's just not a Will Wright for Wine episode. Yeah. Right. All right. Scato is one of our Padawiffs, meaning our underage whiffers, and just got internet privileges back in time to find out that we were ending the podcast. Yeah, whoops. Sorry about that. Sorry. Scotto asks, uh, will you be writing a writing book together? Mm-hmm. Will you be editing the Will Write for Wine shows into a big, hilarious, splashy finale or CD? Will you still be active on the forums or will you just ascend, leaving <laughs> us to our own devices? Okay, I now just, first. We're not going to die. Okay, so we're not going to die. But the ascension, like, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, like, one person has done that. Well, know? I'm just happy to be heading up, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> if I'm going in an upward direction, it's going to be like a win for me. Yeah. So, I uh, but, you, know, descending, you know, I have to say, as far as, you know, keeping company, that I'm pretty flattered by the idea that <laughs> ascension is even in the cards for us, possibly. So, um, anyway, uh, right now, Sam and I have no plans to write a writing book or any kind mm. of book together. Although but a writing book might be fun. It c- we, c- we could. We could write a Will Write for Wine writing book. Yeah. Like a, like a, a companion book to go right. with companion the podcast. Book to go with the podcast. We have a little glossary in the back of our terms. Right. Right. Because yeah. just when yeah. you can't get enough Lonnie and Sam, <laughs> there's more. All right, um, but you know, you know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. So. And it could be one of those right. books where every time you turn the page, you hear us laughing, like it plays right. oh, a little thing. Oh, 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 my God! Can you imagine? Talk about books hitting the wall, man! People would be like beating that thing on the subway to be funny. That would be so funny. <laughs> where you press the button and you get like our classic no, phrases. No, you just turn the page and it's our laughter, our grating, horrible laughter that everybody complains about. Ah! You know. <laughs> That would be fun. That would be pretty funny. We could do All like right. a little pop-up book. Uh, we could. Be pants flying out of it. Pants flying. <laughs> <laughs> a UPS guy. Boing. There you go. We could. Ha- we can include the bookmark. Would be a pair of pants. I think that's a great idea. I think it's as a matter of fact, Scott. Oh yes, we are writing a writing book together. What a great idea. <laughs> Okay, well, as for the final show, uh, we have no plans to edit anything splashy together. Because that would uh, be Lonnie. (laughs) Right. And since, you know, doing a project of that, you know, um, caliber requires both motivation and um, discipline, I have neither. So uh, probably not. But then again, you never know. You never, never know. know could happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, will we still be active on the forums? Oh, yeah. Probably oh, yeah. even more so because we won't have any of that pesky podcasting to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be there all day. Like, what you guys doing? What you doing? You having fun? What you doing? <laughs> You'll be real glad to get rid of us. <laughs> uh, and my response is, you know, what Lonnie said. So, yeah. Okay. Although I really like the idea of the pants bookmark. I, well, like I love that. the idea of the pop-up book with the <laughs> pants that come flying out. Like, that's just... 
<laughs> if only we had people, like, more than 10 people would be interested. I bet we could get, like... <laughs> You know, it would be fun. We, it would be like, you know, the publishing world survival guide. Right, exactly. <laughs> the Will Write for Wine publishing survival guide. I like it, I like it, I like it. Coming yeah. to a bookstore near you, <laughs> maybe someday. Anyway, thanks for the question. Just a reminder that on our last show, we will answer all outstanding questions. That's next week, so you have seven mm-hmm. days to get them in. Unless you're listening to this in the future, in which case, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, but, but you can uh, always yeah. post them on the forums, too. You can always post them on the there. forums, and we will mm-hmm. uh, be active there and answering questions all the live long day. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so that brings us to our next segment. Mac, take it away. This week in the forums. Thanks, Mac. Mac. This week on the forums, the hot topics were a wine tragedy wherein Mel spilled the last glass of her favorite <gasps> wine. No. And it was very, very sad. That and we all sad. felt her pain. Like, yes. she really knew how what her audience was. Like, she came in, <laughs> and she's like, and I have my favorite wine, and then there was a little glass, and I dropped the last glass, and oh my god, everyone's like, no! <laughs> you could hear us all. No! Feeling pain. I know. Uh, also, there was the out of time book discussion because mm-hmm. out of time is on shelves now and you should absolutely run out and get it. It's fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. I love that book. Um, final show requests. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get to those next week as well with mm-hmm. all the questions. <laughs> next week is going to, we're going to require a lot of those mimosas to stock oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're at your house next week. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mayor's Cool Technique, which is writing related. Get your head out of the gutter, you. You know who you are. <laughs> and uh, suspending your own disbelief. So uh, good yeah. topics. A lot of great discussion going on mm-hmm. there. And the whole pantslessness thing was discussed as well. And everybody, yes. everybody figured out why uh, Mr. Sam uh, keeps driving by the window so often. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we have 173 members, uh-huh. uh, and actually we now have 174. Right. Because uh-huh. formerly knocked up with her Susan Yay. gave birth to our first Will Ride for Wine baby. Yay! 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 <laughs> Congratulations to Susan and her husband, Tim, mm-hmm. who welcomed little Jack, who was born on his due date. How about that? Talk about a punctual baby, man. I know, I know. That's he came in awesome. at seven pounds and 12 ounces. So Yay! welcome to the world, little Congratulations. Jack. Congratulations, but I'm always going to think of her as knocked up with for Susan. I know. I know. I know. And she sent us pictures, and oh, oh my God, she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. And then to be that good looking right after you gave birth, uh-huh, oh, whatever, whatever, I Susan. Know beautiful <laughs> and the baby's beautiful and go check out oh, the pictures a, very very nice all mm-hmm. right um and anyway now it's time to take a short break and we'll be right back museum curator jillian talbot has a psychic gift that lets her see into the past but she never expects it can make her a target to find a priceless treasure to stay alive jillian must seek the help of a cynical tomb raider but is he worthy of her trust? Simon Bonner wants out of the looting game. Instead, he finds himself tangled up in a deadly mystery and a woman who still believes in doing the right thing. As Jillian and Simon track the mystery deep into Mexico, their desire to stay alive and growing passion for each other makes every move a dance with danger. Out of Time by Samantha Graves. Available August 2008. Thanks for coming back with us. I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And I'm Samantha Graves. And this is Well Ripe for Wine. Yay! Yay! Uh, and tonight we are going to do 
Writer Improv, and this is Whiffer's Choice. Right. So just so you know, we had absolutely nothing to do with anything that's going to go on tonight, and mm-hmm. we have planned nothing. And even though Sam, you know, got her cheater mode between the break and started reading <gasps> the stuff. Well, it was I'm, up I'm there telling. on the post. I'm telling. I know, but it I didn't was look at it that much. Post. It was I have up no there. short-term memory, so I, I couldn't didn't remember. Look at it, I didn't read it. In between, <laughs> you're like planning something. I'm like, no, we have to do this on the on the fly. I wasn't planning. Oh, I just had questions. I had you questions. Know you. you know you. You plan. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so this is what it is. And by the way, I believe it's Mac who we have to blame for this particular sure, yeah. scenario here. Mm. And then everybody was like, oh, yeah, go Mac, because mm-hmm. God forbid we shouldn't have encouragement of bad behavior. Um, but anyway, so the what we've got tonight that we have to completely <laughs> improv, and we have done absolutely nothing to prepare for this. So yes. um, it's pretty much like every other show. Mm. Um, we got the genre of science fiction. Yay. So it's right up your alley, so oh, that's yeah. really good. The setting, medieval France. About which, I don't know, how much do you know about medieval France? Probably uh, a lot more than me. I don't, I think somebody got their head cut off, that's all I know. <laughs> was that medieval? Was that medieval or was that? Was, that was, well, Marie Antoinette got their head, well, that was yeah, the revolution. Yeah, but when was that? That was a medieval, that was It like, was a medieval? No, that was like, you know. After that. 17th century, 18th century. Oh, okay. The, I, I Elizabethan. Know very, very little. Okay. Post-Elizabethan, yeah, around there. Okay. Oh, medieval. Anyway. Okay, medieval's medieval when they used is to... like, medieval's when I they were dirty and chasing Icky each other around on horses. And everybody was and... muddy. There were lots, yeah. lots of mud. They changed baby you know? diapers like once a week. Sure, yeah. something like that. Oh, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. All right, the characters are a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anachronism, apparently not a problem. A gray alien and a cocktail waitress. Uh-huh. A gray alien. Gray. So, it's got to be one of those guys with the big heads, the pointy chin, and the big eyes. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the conflict is a time machine slash spaceship damaged. It can only do one more time warp jump. Okay. It's raining and uh, whatever, (laughs) the whatever equals it's raining and the (laughs) ship's hull leaks. Okay. So, So, in other words, they have to fix the hull. Right. At a time when there's no metal. um, And no steel. No alien metal. Steel back then? No. Well, they they definitely don't have alien metal. See, okay, what I see is that, okay, first of all, we got three characters, Mm -hmm. three time frames, right? So the cocktail waitress is going to be contemporary to us. The alien, I'm thinking, is going to be futuristic. Uh And the the cowboy is obviously, you know, like. From the Wild West. Wild West, right. Okay. So we got three, so we got one, okay, one time machine slash spaceship. I say that Mm -hmm. belongs to the gray alien. And the gray alien is a character who um, is just always screwing everything up. Ooh, ooh. Or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His job mm-hmm. is supposed to be to collect people from different eras. Oh, I think it's better if he screws up. Okay. I think it's better if he's trying to prove something to his boss. He's trying mm-hmm. to get a promotion. Mm-hmm. And so he like goes back in his time machine mm-hmm. and for some reason needs to get like the cowboy and the cocktail waitress. But instead of being able to take them back to his planet, um, he lands them all in medieval France and can't fix it. Right. No, I agree with that. Yeah. But I'm okay. saying that his job was to pick up the cowboy and the cocktail waitress. Was to pick the cowboy and the cocktail waitress. Yeah. But I want him to yeah. be like a, a mid-level drone so, who's trying to get a promotion. Yeah. And, and that's just fine. screwed it up. Like but, he went above and beyond in actually getting the cowboy and the cocktail waitress. Okay. But why? Um, because the cowboy and the contact cocktail waitress are that we want to do a John Connor kind of thing where they, you know, 
go back to get the um the ancestors of no. the No. You know what the, I think mm-hmm. I, I I got an idea. What what's okay. your idea? All right, so he he is a screw up, right? Mm-hmm. The alien. The alien's a screw up. Mm-hmm. All right, so and apologies to all. But he's aliens a well-meaning. He's a well-meaning yes. screw up. Though. Um, like he's yeah. a, he's a very likable screw up. Yes. Uh-huh. But what he's trying to do is he's trying to beam different things from different worlds and different mm-hmm. uh, time frames, mm-hmm. and instead he misses and he actually gets live people instead. So, so maybe he's he not was supposed, supposed to collect to something interfere. else. Yes. Like it, it's all like maybe some kind of experiment or something where it's all theoretical. And the alien's just kind of talking about it. He's not supposed to interfere. But then he ends up actually grabbing these two people. So you know how Doctor Who is? Yeah. Where it's just like this, you know, these people that just, they go everywhere and it's just, there's absolutely no mm-hmm. limits. You know, kind of something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I heard you snapping your fingers. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, no. Uh, trying to get the mm-hmm. cat and the daughter out of the room. So, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and See, I, I got rid of one. Hey, that's my phone. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to turn that off. <laughs> I'm going to let somebody else answer that. Because you know why? Because he did the B block like eight times. Okay. And I'm not doing the C block again. All right. So now, I thought you had some kind of brilliant, you're like, yes, 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 I know. Okay. Oh, no, Um, no, no, no. That was, that was instead of like throw, uh, uh, instead of throwing something. something, I I wave my arms like hysterically and I look like I'm having a seizure. Yeah. That's what I do. All right. So what happens? Uh, So the alien. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is. So so he decides that he he screws up. He gets yeah. these two people. He, he needs to put them back before right. his boss finds out. Right. Oh, I like that. Okay. But now so. he's interfered with um with both the the cowboy. Now the cowboy has yeah. no concept Mm-mm. of what like this is completely beyond his worldview. The cocktail waitress has read a bunch of tab like you know those tabloids yeah. where like the aliens and all this kind of stuff like these outrageous like, stories. I knew it. I knew they like, were I real. Knew I knew it was real. You know, and so then so she's kind of the bridge for the cowboy mm-hmm. to something like he can understand sort of her because they had saloon waitresses back in his day. Mm-hmm. So he can sort of relate to the to the cocktail waitress. Well, but the she's alien gonna, she's gonna know who totally cowboys were too and, in the old and, and the wild yeah. in the old west too, and she's so. going to understand that she's actually going to be i think she should be pretty smart too yeah she's a cocktail waitress but she's not stupid yeah. but i think that she would read all those tabloids and and be like oh my god i can't believe this stuff is real you know like mm-hmm. so where she's like so she's she's actually i think she should be really well read but across the board <laughs> like like highbrow stuff and then yeah. tabloids like she reads everything yeah you so know she's a she voracious just, reader and the is, aliens mm-hmm. trying to tell her that it's all a dream that what she's right. going through, this he's is all a dream. He's trying to her. He's like, this is because that's their, that's their standby, is that yeah. if, if they get caught or if something happens, they make them think it's just a dream. And mm-hmm. people believe it, you know, when, it, when the screw-ups happen. Yeah. So the alien is incompetent. Okay. I love that. So we got to name him. <laughs> we got to name him. What's the alien's name? All I can think of is Oz. I don't know why. Oz. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oz. I think that's fabulous. Okay, the cocktail waitress is... Okay, it's got to be something something sharp. Something... Um, uh, not like... A, how about it like a Stella? A Stella? Stella. Stella. I like it. Stella. All right. Stella, that's good. Okay. The cocktail waitress, okay. and the cowboy. Well, let's let's name him after Jack, <laughs> the new whipper baby. Jack. All Jack's right. a great name for a cowboy. It it's is. Great. It's a great good name. man's name. Yes. Jack. There you okay. Go. Great. Right. So we've got the cowboy named Jack, the alien named Oz, and the cocktail waitress named Stella. <laughs> and um, the story begins with the alien who's the protagonist. Yeah. 
the alien's so, a protagonist. Because so, he's the one who's got the problem. I mean, right. he's the one who's screwing everything up. He's the one who's got the problem. So, and he's also got to get them back before his boss finds out. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. he tries to get them back. And when in doing that, he, the uh, time machine and the spaceship get damaged. And right. mm-hmm. wind up... In, in medieval France. Medieval France. Which is okay. not a place where you really want to be. <laughs> you know, it's not. Those people have very, it's they had a, a very place. limited um, mm-hmm. view of the world. Let's put it well, that way. Yeah, you're gonna in medieval France. Yeah. I mean, uh, although, yeah. you know, if a cowboy, a gray alien, and a cocktail waitress crashed in a time machine slash spaceship in my backyard, I might too. You know, I'd seem pretty limited to them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but absolutely. but uh, mm-hmm. but medieval anything at right. that time because that was really yeah. I mean those were dark ages those yes. were literally the dark ages the I dark mean that ages. was when the bubonic plague was coming around yep and, you know I mean all that uh, all that bad and stuff. the world was actually France going was through a, really, a cold yeah. cold spell cold snap right. there's no food it was a it's really just, very that's dark, just dark depressing time. we got these great great characters in this really depressing <laughs> setting. Medieval France? <laughs> Mac, what were you smoking? <laughs> All right, so they're in medieval France. Okay, and it's raining. They are, and, and it's the, raining. And the, the ship's hull is leaking, which means that they're getting wet. So they're sitting there in the spaceship wet. Right, and they right. need something in order to fix the... Right. Something that they're they're going to need to interact with the people <gasps> of medieval France to get... And of Maybe. course, Stella speaks fluent French, but this is, oh, you know, old thank French. God. Yeah. But, thank but this God. is old At French, so does. even for her, it's going to be a challenge. Because yeah. I'm sure. It's well, and what's interesting is different. that the cowboy and Stella will be able to talk. Mm-hmm. The alien, I don't know if they'll understand the alien. Well, I think the alien would have studied up on the language okay. before interacting. I think all the right. alien so let's would say have, we, yeah. So, he, so they're so all I think English. that he would understand um, English, but he would have a really weird accent. And it would be like, you know how um, people who speak certain languages, they have certain ways, certain mm-hmm. affectations that they do with the English language, like when they speak it, you know? And so there'd be certain things, like, you know, how Yoda... Yeah, like, I was just going to say, know, he exactly. doesn't sound like Yoda, though. <laughs> no, not like Yoda, but, but <laughs> affectations that are yeah. um, mm-hmm. in a pattern like that, that come right. from the way that his language works. So he would have certain things, like he would, you know, change the um, the noun and the verb order ooh, and ooh. all this kind of stuff. Or uh, he would what, say what? a sentence, uh-huh. and then right then the last word in the sentence, uh-huh. he would delay. <laughs> <laughs> Because he watched Star Trek, <laughs> William Shatner. We have to go to the loft. <laughs> you learned English watching Star Trek? Oh, God. Polyphated <laughs> trackers. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's just take a moment out and just okay. let's just rephrase the, the, the whiffers you guys asked for this. So I'm just saying. <laughs> If it's a total disaster. Okay, I have oh, an idea. who cares if it's a disaster? We're not really going to I have an it, idea. But, okay, yes, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they need yes. is is diamonds. Because the ship can run <gasps> on diamonds. Oh, very good. I like that. And the that. only diamonds they can find uh-huh. would be the Queen's diamonds. So they have to get go. in with the royals. Yeah, and steal the crown. So it's a heist. I like it. It's a medieval France heist movie. Yeah. I like it. And they're all like, Uh, you know, you got all these people that don't belong there and uh they're actually have to do all this, you know, and of course the alien's going to screw up every time it's his turn to do something. Oh, right. But in the end though, in the end, he needs to have some kind of victory. Like in the end, I think that he needs to change 
whatever it is, I think that he's going to be um, short-sighted and very focused and not very emotional or feeling. But I think that these two people mm-hmm. are going to be very passionate and going to have a lot of emotion. Well, you know, the thing is, I think if he goes around and his job is to collect things from other eras, right. uh-huh. like collect things, you know how, yeah. how that one sock always goes missing? Right. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. You know, he's taking he's that sock. To, so right. these guys are the missing socks of things. Exactly. <laughs> so when you can't find your keys, it's oh this guy. Oh, my God. This would be so much fun, though. Wouldn't I mean, it? can you imagine writing this? <laughs> How completely and totally, like, whack job this book would be? It would be so out there. Yeah. But I think if he if he saw these two people and, and in the end, the three of them ended up right. doing something together... Uh-huh. So he actually saw and he them not as of camaraderie. Yeah, no. right. He, he saw these things not, not, as not objects, just as but objects. He, but he understood like people like say in his culture that they're they're so evolved, mm-hmm. you know, that they've got this technology and everything is and there's nothing there's nothing to be you know, like upset about ever, like people never get offended. Right. You know, you can say anything to somebody and nobody ever gets offended. Like nobody like there's none of that personal um, interaction. There's no passion. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, everything yeah. is very. There's no vibrant. passion. Yeah, exactly. So then yes. he gets involved with these two people who are highly passionate people. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the cowboy and the cocktail witches. I mean, let's face it, they're made for each other. Oh, they are absolutely. You know? So I mean, they're going to have at first. They're going to fight. You know, which mm-hmm. the alien is not going to have any idea how to deal with that. <laughs> you know, and then there's going to be like this weird kind of thing going on with them where they're sort of you know attracted and flirting and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and the alien not going to understand that at all. Yeah. So he's going to ask them directly about it. Like they'll be in the middle of like this <laughs> moment where their eyes meet and they sort of have a little connection and the alien's going to be like, I do not understand what this is, this <laughs> staring that you do. <laughs> <laughs> so every time they have a moment, he like it. completely steps on it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I that'd be so much fun. So then it. you've got the um Oh my god, how much fun. And then you see the growth of the alien from yeah. the, you know, this completely, well, you know, it, like you know, boxed in kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. And his whole ship would be full of stuff. I mean, his whole ship's going to be full of socks and things mm-hmm. like that that he's collected, but he doesn't know what right. they are or what they do. Right. So he uh-huh. can go through all this stuff and say, well, what do you use this for? Why do you have this? Why do you have this? Right. You know, exactly. Have, and have a, I don't know, some, mm-hmm. you know, some like naughty stuff. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then the cocktail waitress would be like, oh, well, this, you just with the batteries. And then the cowboy would be like, no, that is not appropriate. You know, and he, and the cowboy would Why be would very... you want to use that when you have the real thing? Why would you, right. you know, so he would be. <laughs> well, I think the cowboy would be very, um, would be kind of chivalrous. Yes, a lot I of, think so In a too. lot of very basic ways. I mean, I think yes. that he would be very chivalrous and that mm-hmm. he would. Um, he would see it as his job. He's the warrior. You know, yes. he would protect her, that he would yes. be the one who would be protecting her. And everybody. I could see her totally being able to take care of herself because she's a oh, cocktail yeah. waitress. Oh, yeah. So you know, you know she can take care things, of herself. Though, there's certain there's a moment where she's going to need to lean on him mm-hmm. or die. You know, like something yeah. like that. Because the medieval people, they catch you breaking in, stealing the crown jewels. Oh, yeah. I mean, you are going to die in a very bloody way. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not going to be. You're going to be a kebab. So, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> So you get these, you know, these three people. And I think that they're all people who would be um, 
somewhat displaced. Like, I think that mm-hmm. at first, you know, the cowboy wants to go home and the waitress wants to go home. Right. And the, um, the alien wants to just, you know, forget all about this and hope his boss never finds out. Right. You know, but at the end, I think the alien's going to be excited about it you know Mm -hmm. kind of excited about what they can do and the cocktail waitress is just going to be fascinated because she's got all this knowledge right you know all this knowledge information she just reads and reads and reads and reads Mm -hmm. and then and the cowboy is going to be up for the adventure so when they finally do get the diamond yeah you know the the very diamond that they need when they finally get it they can put it in and then um maybe the alien will accidentally go somewhere else it Mm. can be like a series yeah. Oh. You know. Oh, I like that. I you like the series. You see what I'm saying? That there's yes. this this potential for adventure and mm-hmm. um and for things to keep on going. So um so where does it start? Where does it start? Where does the how does the alien first get them? I mean, I think that he would have to try to interact in one of their worlds. <laughs> but how would he get by? Are you talking like um, I'm talking about the start of the script? The Where start of the script. The okay, Where you know how I would start, start the mm-hmm. script if it was yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I'd have the alien sitting in the cockpit of mm-hmm. his spaceship, yeah, looking at a medieval castle, uh huh, and realizing that his power is gone, and the two people that he hijacked are gonna thaw out in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't okay. even get to so see his their first world line. <laughs> Well, we don't have to see their world. We know their world. Well, so we yeah, don't have to true. see their world. All we have see to know get, uh, is you begin where the up. trouble mm-hmm. begins. He's going to sit there and sit and realize that his that the two people that he grabbed by mistake are going to thaw out in about 15 minutes. <laughs> in the next 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should start. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> the thing is, I like the idea about the ending, about them making this an adventure. But what are they going to do? together as a group the three of them well yeah. she okay well first of all she is going to want to see like yes, whatever everything. you know she's going to want to see everything she's going to want to mm-hmm. see the great wall of china being built and she's going to want to see the pyramids and finally mm-hmm. know these she's going to want to she's going to want to know the answers to like the great mysteries she's going to have like a gazillion places she wants to go the oh. cowboy is um he's in love with her He's no, in, he's going to be in love with her, but I think that's going to be something that's going to be, you know. Um, I, but I think for him, I think yeah. being with her, maybe she's the one that he's finally been waiting for all these years or whatever. I mean, that's love is enough to, you know, keep him along. But love also he's going to be there. Up everything that you know and everything that you're familiar yes. with. And also he has a reason to protect. He actually can be her protector too. Okay. What was missing? Okay. Now the thing is that what what, what was missing from the cocktail waitress's life is that she, she was lonely. She mm-hmm. lived in all these worlds. She read everything. Right. She always wanted to be somewhere where she wasn't. Exactly. You know, where she was was never where she wanted to be. So for her, uh-huh. I can see her staying in that because that's what her passion is. Her passion mm-hmm. is to like find all these answers, you know, right. to, to everything that just like to open up the world like she could never afford to open up her world the way that she wanted to and now she's got this great opportunity so I can see her really Mm -hmm. wanting to do it I think that the cowboy needs to have something aside from just being in love with her because otherwise Mm -hmm. that makes him a real kind of flat character like what is it about him there's got to be something I think in the um in the adventure of it is that, you know, he's done the same thing basically every day of his life, you know, (laughs) he's worked the, (laughs) maybe, maybe he wasn't such a good guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe he wasn't a good cowboy. 
Yeah. Maybe he got popped out of jail or something, and he this is his chance to start over again, to get his <laughs> life right. He got popped out of jail. Oh, do we have any really bad, um, like, you know, outlaws from the oh, past he could that just disappeared? Yes. Do we oh. have any that just disappeared and nobody knows I what happened know. to him? I don't know. But yeah. Because that'd be fun. It could be something yeah, like that. It would be fun if there was a character like that that just disappeared and nobody ever knew what happened. I mean, like, he knows oh, he oh, could never go back to his right, world. Right, like a Jesse James who yes. just disappeared. And so there's a chance for him to be a hero. Yes, There's a chance finally. for him to do to do Because these something two, mm-hmm. you know, it, it may not know who he is. Maybe he's just some guy that, that we've never heard of. She would know, though. I mean, yeah, but, I really but want her saying... to know everything. Like, if he was at all famous, uh-huh. then she would know. And if she knew sort of who he was but didn't mm-hmm. say anything for the longest time, like, yeah. he, you know. <gasps> Ooh, and he was like reluctant to say, his, to say who he was or uh-huh. whatever. Although he wouldn't know. He, he would, yeah. He wouldn't know Would he anything. know if he was famous? He was, at the no. time, the outlaws, the outlaws knew if they had. You know, well, they she knew knows if they everything were wanted, or whatever. But he's going to feel safe with these two because he, they don't know so that he's wanted. So he'd give his name and she yeah. would just not say right. anything. She would right. know about it but not say anything. But they wouldn't find out that she knows for like a while. Right. So, you know, he would be kind of quiet about who he was and where he was from. He'd just give his name. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. And she would know, like, even though he has an outlaw name. Yeah. Like Billy the Kid, yeah. you know, but she knows his real name because uh, that's how, like, studied she is and everything. Okay. She has a photographic memory. So mm-hmm. everything she's ever read, she knows everything. Okay. Because I love this idea of just, like, the tragically smart cocktail mm-hmm. waitress, you yeah. know, who's yeah. just, who just whose life find is so limited. Her life is so right. limited. She has no money. Right. She couldn't afford to go to college. Mm. You know, she grew up poor. The best she could do was get a job as a cocktail waitress. Mm. And so here she is all of a sudden popped out of that life. Mm-hmm. And she can do the whatever. And then over. the same thing with this guy. You know, and it's funny because yep. I'm sitting here going through all the Osho Zen cards. And earlier uh-huh. in the night, at one point, a card fell out. And I saw it. And I didn't want to say anything because we were in the middle of talking about something. So mm-hmm. I put it back. But you know what it was? It was rebirth. Ah. It was the rebirth I card. like that idea. And now I think the, that applies to both those, the cocktail waitress and the cowboy. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the alien has a problem. Mm-hmm. He has permanently changed the lives of these two people. Mm-hmm. They thought out. Yeah, <laughs> and since they're I mean before they thought out he was uh-huh. okay he could right. get them back and he wouldn't mm-hmm. get in any trouble nobody would know any difference they'd be mm-hmm. missing for a few days it'd be fine right mm-hmm. but now his only option his option mm-hmm. is either to kill them or to not go home to not go back <sighs> I like it when it and all comes together and he can't ever go he back he can't ever go so he makes the choice so he has to either kill them so he can go home so he can go home. Or what if he or brings them home? What's going to happen? They will know all this knowledge that they're not supposed to know. I mean, he'll get in trouble. But what will happen to him? Well, I, but yeah, if it's either he goes home and gets in trouble yeah. or he kills them. I mean, he would choose, you know, he could, he could bring them back and get in trouble. You know, right. like I think that I think that for him to have to, that if he's told to, to kill them. Uh, and I guess, you know, that would. Well, it could also just be the mandate that they're under, too. That's that he's disappear. told, because, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't kill them and he brings them back to his homeland or home planet or whatever, then his boss is going to kill them or right. something like, so yes. somebody's going to kill them. So basically the only way for him to keep these people alive who's, who, who is he now, to yeah. keep moving and they have to yeah. keep on the move because mm-hmm. his people are going to come looking for him. Mm-hmm. So basically, essentially, they're going to be running all over. They're going to have, they're going to have to get lost. Yeah. And so whenever they need to 
displaced somewhere else, she knows exactly where to go, Mm -hmm. you know, because she knows of all these like weird, you know, things that have happened. So, you know, oh, we can go here where this happened at a certain time. And let's just, you know, and they plug it in and they go there Mm -hmm. because they could, maybe they're getting, maybe his, his boss is coming there. There's got to be people on his tail, but somebody's going to want this. I mean, spaceships and time machines, even in the future, I'm sure are quite spendy little trinkets. And the fact that he got lost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As soon as they put the crystals in and the ship comes back to life. Yeah. His, his people are going to know where he is. In exactly. space and time. So he needs so to be a couple of steps moving. ahead of them. Yes. But, you know, yes. I mean, it's one thing, though, if the goal is to be a couple of steps ahead mm-hmm. of somebody that's chasing you. But I think they, they would need, there would need to be some kind of something they would chase that would mm-hmm. solve everybody's problems. If they could, if he could deliver something big to his boss, it might get them all out of it. It might get them all off the hook and you can yes. get them all home. Yes. But, you know, for a while they would have to um, kind of chase around. Right. You know. Right. And, and well, uh, and the, no, yeah. they, they actually know exactly where they need to go. Okay. But the mm-hmm. alien keeps screwing it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I they... love Oz. <laughs> Oz the alien that keeps screwing everything up. And as time yeah. goes by, he becomes more and more passionate and kind of human. Mm-hmm. And the way that he interacts. Like, at yes. first, I think he would be very cold and very matter-of-fact and very, this is, you know, the way yeah. it is and this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then as the story grows, I mean, he would become very passionate. Like, he would smell flowers, something mm-hmm. simple, you know, something really, He would really tell simple. jokes. Maybe he'd he tell a joke tell jokes. that, he like, didn't make funny. any sense. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't know. What would be funny is if he kept trying to be funny. Like my daughter with her knock-knock jokes. I've told you about Light with her knock-knock jokes. Right? Uh-huh. Apple, apple, apple. Who's there? <laughs> Banana. <laughs> Banana, you glad I didn't say apple? It's the funniest joke exactly. you ever heard, really, when she does exactly. it. So stuff funny. like that. So stuff like that, where he would um, mm-hmm. he would keep trying to tell jokes. And then, but what would be such a wonderful moment, though, is when he says something mm-hmm. that makes her laugh. Yeah. Oh, and God. Not do you even think he would it. fall in love with her, too? I don't know. Love triangle. Uh, you, you know, know how you I know, love oh, a love triangle. No, that's kind of creepy. Um, what? <laughs> what? The whole alien thing. Yeah, the alien know. being in love with the world. No, but, but maybe, maybe he's in love with the girl he can never have. Well, or you know, maybe because... he's in love with somebody back on his own planet and he never even knew it until now. Maybe that's have, why he wants to I mean, to go but maybe home. they don't even have love. Like, no, I think it would be, I think I, it would, I don't think it'd be creepy if he Yeah, was but he could teach her love. I mean, he's learned love. Right. I mean, he's learned love. He can go back. And, and and teach whoever he loves how to love, you know? Yeah, he could be the one that the changes their waitress. whole society. Mm-hmm. I want him to fall in love with a cocktail waitress. Well, he, he can, can but it's, that, that's as far as it goes. Well, yeah, no, I mean, nothing would ever happen. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, would, he couldn't he could have, have her because... He could have a crush on her. Well, yeah, because there's not, you know... Yeah. Because he's not human. I mean, she's, mm-hmm. just, you know, and she's already in love with the cowboy. The cowboy is her soulmate, you know, so that's meant to be. But I mean, I think that if he fell in love with the cocktail waitress to a certain extent, and it would also be really, really funny if the cowboy got jealous <laughs> at some point <laughs> of the alien, of uh-huh. little Oz the alien. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that that would just be really, really fun. Mm hmm. So, you know, you have the, the jewel heist in medieval France. Mm-hmm. You got your alien, your cowboy, your cocktail waitress. We got the time machine in. Right. I think it all works. Yeah. Closing scene. The, what's the closing scene? The closing scene is the alien pushing the button for the next jump. <laughs> 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 and 
And then the last word is like the cocktail waitress going, oh, shit. <laughs> I like oh, it. Man. I like it too. I think that I think actually, uh-huh. despite the fact that it was a completely impossible uh, situation <laughs> to deal with, thank you very much, Mac. I think we did a pretty good job. I like I it. I think so too. I'm pretty happy with that. And when we come back, we'll give you a title. <laughs> oh God, a title! I shudder to think. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our last C block. Uh, We've earned a refill, so mm-hmm. you just hang on. And we'll so be right have back. you. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy James is not the kind of girl who attracts angels. In fact, since she sent her life into a nosedive six years ago, she's tried to attract as little as possible attention, people, or responsibility. She lives alone in an Airstream trailer, going from job to job wherever the wind takes her. And that works just fine. Until one day, two unexpected visitors show up at the New Jersey trailer park she currently calls home. One is a childhood friend with news. EJ's mother and his father are getting married, and they want EJ at the ceremony. The other is a sweet but odd woman named Jess, who says she's an angel specializing in cosmic relationship mending. And blueberry pancakes. A Little Ray of Sunshine by Lonnie Diane Rich is a story about lost love, found angels, and the power of blueberry pancakes to fix almost anything, including the mother-daughter relationship that no one thought could ever be mended. A Little Ray of Sunshine is available now, wherever books are sold. Get your copy today. Thanks for coming back. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Write for Wine. Yay! Yay. And we named our incredible C-Block Writer Improv opus. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead, Sam. What is it? Doing Time. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. It's perfect because she's doing time and the Cowboys doing time. Right. Yeah. 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 They're all doing time. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It is. It's very fun. All right. And the little alien's doing time as he bounces back and forth. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. I like it. It's all very good. I like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And speaking of time, it's time to give away free stuff. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Just head on down to wellwriteforwine.com and give us some feedback. We're looking for questions, wine suggestions, or just general commentary on the show. Yes. Each month, we pick one lucky winner from everyone who contacts us in any way. We're Mm. easy. And then we give them prizes. And who knows? It could be you. Right. For our final giveaway, we're doing something very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it, our giveaway prize includes lots of stuff that even we don't know about yet. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of knitting. Oh. I'm talking about that while I'm working on the new book. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, you know, I finished up the socks I was working on, and I pulled out this yarn that I had ordered online, which mm. I thought looked really, really cool when I looked at it online. And then I started to knit it up, and <laughs> it is so unbelievably ugly. I mean, I just have <laughs> never seen colors that look so bad together. And actually, you know, there's kind of like a magenta and a brown and uh-huh. then a green. And uh, you know, independently, oh. any of these colors might work really well, but together... Mm-hmm. I mean, just really, really ugly. So I thought (laughs) anybody can get, like, pretty socks, 
you know? But only the very special whiffer that wins our final prize can get the ugliest socks known to man. I mean, that's a yeah. very, very special prize. So it, I'm finishing them up. I'm working on them right now as we speak while we're doing the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'm throwing them in the box. All right, cool. <laughs> You'll see them next week when I come to your house for the last podcast. <laughs> You'll be like, ooh. <laughs> Be like, oh, thank God, those are mine. Right. right. I to know. enter, like we said, we make it easy. <laughs> Just talk to us. Email mm-hmm. us at feedback at willwriteforwine.com or comment on the website. Go to the forums. We'll be announcing the winner on our last show, which is next week, August 22nd. So be sure to email us or comment on the forums now. Right. And up next, we have the dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> Weekly, Weekly win. win. <laughs> Sam, how'd you do? Well, uh, two words: school mm-hmm. shopping. Oh wow! So yeah, so don't mm-hmm. don't even talk to me. You know, between the <laughs> between the billion binders and you know clothes shopping and uh-huh. you know, all those wonderful things you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, I know. So I didn't get a lot of writing done this week. I'm waiting. I'm kind of in wait mode right now. So. Yeah. There's not mm-hmm. much I can do, but mm-hmm. I am actually doing a lot of creative things. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, that's you know, good. Yeah. yeah. So I put up mm-hmm. curtains and I did, I just have been doing some stuff around the house. I painted. And, you know, that really does help. I mean, I do a lot of yes. that, like the knitting and the sewing mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it makes me feel at least like I'm doing something when I'm just sitting there kind of thinking about the book, you know? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that definitely helps. Mm-hmm. But as for me, I, um, didn't really do much. <laughs> I wrote a scene. I wrote a new scene for the new book, and I'm yes. sort of getting uh, working on that. I've done a lot of character work, and I've done a lot of, you know, picking up uh, pictures and doing collages, and of course, you know, the knitting and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, I mean, basically, that's what I've been doing. The last, like, six months of this podcast has been me just sitting like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but I <laughs> well, actually you did. It, yeah. It's, a lot of this business is waiting. Yeah. You know, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have to True. write. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just both kind of in wait mode right now. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. All right. All right. It's you. Oh, I'm sorry. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for our weekly challenge. Every uh-huh. week at the end of the D block, we will either do a killer word or the wine card challenge, just highlighting our vast ignorance and hopefully making y'all feel better about yourselves. That's right. So this week it's killer word. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam, hit me. Your word is crapulous. No way. <laughs> C-R-A-P-U-L-O-U-S. <laughs> That's correct. Is that correct? And yeah. it is something that is unbelievably crappy in its crapposity. <laughs> Am I close? Almost. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is suffering from overindulgence in food or drink. <gasps> I feel crapulous. I know that. You know what is so funny? Because that sounds like not a real word, and yet there it is a real word. I know. I saw I it. I'm like, that's, that's perfect. I love it. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Very good. Okay. Well, hey, at least I got the spelling right. <laughs> okay. So yours, and you're going to know this one, but uh-huh. still, I liked it. Yeah, right. Laggard. Laggard? Blaggard. Laggard? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how it's pronounced. L-A-G-A-R-D. Blah, 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 B. Oh, blaggard. Blaggard. Okay. B-L-A-G-G-A-R-D. Not quite, but it's pronounced in a, a confusing way. Okay. There's like oh, there's an H in there, in there, isn't it? Or something weird there's like that. There's a C-K. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. 
That is a drunk guy bragging. <laughs> That's very, very close. Very close. It's a blackguard. It's actually B L A C K G U A R D, blackguard. Oh, okay. Uh, that's how it looks, blackguard, but it's, uh-huh. it's pronounced blackguard. And it is a rude or unscrupulous person, a scoundrel, a <gasps> person who uses foul or abusive language. I was so close. You were very close. <laughs> and one the of your best friends I've is actually been. a blackguard. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured it was a word that you should, you know, kind of know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. Another humiliating D-block for your intrepid host. And we're going to go drink our sorrows away. So we'll be right back. (laughs) Black Well, the show's almost over, and I'm sure you're really sad about that. But now you don't have to wait another week to hear from Sam and Lonnie because we've got websites open 24-7 and ready when you are. Morning, noon, or night. For Lonnie, be sure to stop by the newly redesigned LonnieDianeRich.com, where Lonnie's latest books and news will be regularly updated. Right, Lonnie? Also, don't forget to drop by DogsAndGoddesses.com, where Lonnie is collaborating live on the web with New York Times bestsellers Jennifer Cruzy and Ann Stewart. It's like a reality show with writers, which is really much more interesting than it sounds. So check it out. For more information on Sam, click your way on over to SamanthaGraves.com for her latest news and giveaways. I think she's better about updating. Yeah, that's right. There are also links to her blog, her MySpace page, and the website for her alter ego, C.J. Barry author of award-winning futuristic romances and don't forget to stop by at willwriteforwine.com for links to our joint myspace page our cafe press store and all the cool things we talk about during the show by the time you're done with all that we'll be back in a new podcast next week everybody plays and everybody wins Well, it's time for Last Call here on Well Right for Wine. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Don't forget to send in your wine suggestions. Or questions. Or just general commentary on the show. We love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. The email address is feedback at willwriteforwine.com, and the forums are at willwriteforwine.com slash forum. And now we've got our final words of wisdom to carry you through until our next show. Sam, what do you have? Mine is don't be a blackguard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There you go. Simple, straightforward, to the point. All right. um, I don't really have anything great this week, um, Mm -hmm. but I've had that Dire Straits song going through my head all week. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes (laughs) you're the bug. (laughs) So there you go. Words of wisdom from Mark Knopfler. (laughs) All right. And next week is our final show. Don't show. I know. Can you believe believe it? it? I know. Mm -hmm. So don't miss it. Right, so until next time, this is Lonnie. And this is Sam saying if you can't write for money, then write for wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll Write for Wine is brought to you each week by Lonnie Diane Rich and Samantha Graves. Be sure to hit the website at willwriteforwine.com where you can find great links to everything in the show, news about what the girls are up to, and links to great cafe press merchandise like t-shirts, hats, and mugs. I like the apron myself. Also, don't forget to friend them on MySpace at myspace.com slash willwriteforwine. Music provided by the good folks at the Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. 
And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends. And go vote for Lonnie and Sam at Podcast Alley or write a glowing review at iTunes. Remember, there's good karma out there. Vote for them at Podcast Alley. Come back next time as Johnny Depp's soulmate. Or perhaps Colin first. Mmm. Ring any bells? Or, you know, the, the soulmate, whoever does it for you. You get the point. Anyway, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time right here on Will Write for Wine. So when I get up, I just have one cup of coffee, and I like to have another cup of coffee with my breakfast. And on the way to work.